This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The college football season can't be far off. SEC Media Days are this week in Hoover, Alabama, suburb suburb of Birmingham. Next week, the ACC will convene in Charlotte, North Carolina. And one man who is synonymous, especially with the lead-up to college football, Phil Steele, the college football yearbook, is a, I mean, it is summer reading for diehard college football fans. And he joins us on the Adam Gold Show, Mr. Steele. I know your your uh, your your magazine. It's really more than a magazine. It's not even doing it justice to call it a magazine. Uh, in terms of a brick and mortar store, Barnes and Noble and Books a Million. Otherwise, we go to what? Philsteel dot com. That's right, Adam. Philsteel uh, dot com to get the magazine. If you don't find it at Barnes and Noble and Books a Million, those are the only two locations this year. And uh, when you order it online at Philsteel dot com, we give you the digital magazine free. Excellent. Uh, that is uh, that, that is a bonus. When do you start doing this? <laughs> it's a seven-month process, Adam, and it starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving when some teams' seasons are complete. That's when we start the actual write-through process. We do it in a three-write-through process. The first one is a postseason write-through or a read-through. Every article is written about the team during the course of the year, get everything fresh in our head write the uh, first right through the second right through is pre-spring and then the third is after i talked to the head coaches and i did talk to every single head coach uh in the acc this year and uh go over every player on the team all the <laughs> positions and that's when we do the third right through and it's it's very helpful to talk to the coaches yeah. in this transfer portal era and the fact that uh even after the conversation i'm getting texts like the day before the magazine goes to the press hey we just signed this guy hey we just signed this guy and we're able to keep it the most uh up-to-date magazine out there phil Steele is joining us here on the adam gold show we're actually headed to acc kickoff uh, coming up next week is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. So how did the portal and all of this player movement, how did it alter your the way you normally would put this magazine together? You know, uh, probably about 10 years ago, Adam, I used to go to the press sometime in May. Because when spring practice was over, you knew every team's roster. This year, the portal opened up from May 1st to May 15th. And so... What we did is we didn't go to the press right after the portal closed. We had a, we gave it three full weeks so that we found out where all these guys that hopped in the portal were going. And we've captured about 99% of the moves. Almost everybody did sign in the next three weeks as the schools they were going to. So we actually went to the press June 7th this year, which is later than normal, and uh, hit the newsstands later than normal on July 4th. But it was well worth it because we were able to capture all the moves. I mean, look, I saw on Twitter how excited people were uh, when when they picked up their magazine. It is. I've seen more pictures of the Phil Steele. Uh, again, it's not really a magazine. It's a yearbook uh, with people reading it on the beach uh, than, I, than I have anything else. Phil Steele is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Let's get to big picture ACC. You see this as the year that Florida State goes back where, as they believe, they belong. You know, Florida State will be the preseason favorite to win the ACC this year. And, uh, you know, the, first of all, what a difference a year makes for Mike Norvell. Last year, 
coming into this point, he was off three and six and five and seven seasons. He was on the hot seat. Then they go ten and three with three close losses and outgained ACC foes by 165 yards per game. Arguably the best team in the ACC last year. Now, this year they've got 17 returning starters, plus Norvell brought in a bunch of transfers again, yeah. like Keon Coleman, the top receiver from Michigan State. Casey Roddick comes in on the offensive line from Colorado and numerous other players. I think when uh, the ACC media votes uh, the, the next week, you will see them the preseason favorites. However, I went with Clemson to win the ACC this year. And, you know, when I look at Clemson, when I talked to Coach Sweeney, he told me something interesting, Adam, and that was that, uh, remember their 2018 defensive line, how mm-hmm. deep and talented that was yeah. with first-round draft picks. He said this year's uh, defensive line doesn't have the star power of 2018, but it's actually deeper in talent and experience than that group was. So I made it my number one rated defensive line. They've got Carter and Trotter back at linebacker. Cade Klubnick is back at, or takes over at quarterback. They've got Shipley and Moffat running back. The thing I really like about Clemson's their schedule. Their toughest two opponents, Florida State, Notre Dame are both at home. You know, they've lost a grand total of one home game the last six years. Uh, that's why I went with uh, Clemson. I've got Clemson favorite in all 12 games, winning the ACC and making the playoff. Uh, making the playoff would be great for uh, for the ACC, which has been shut out uh, in each of the last two years. Clemson is really the only, what aren't they the only school that have made uh, the college football playoff from the ACC because Florida State's last year was, I believe, the bowl championship series uh, at quarterback. Um, is do you have uh, do you have Klubnik as the fourth best quarterback in the league? Because I was I was excited to see that you had you thought very highly of Riley Leonard, somebody we have looked at a lot here for Duke. We know that Drake May is the best quarterback in the league. I think so, um, but uh, Riley Leonard is very very good. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And some folks don't even uh, recognize the name Riley Leonard. I mean, not naturally not there in North Carolina, but around the country. But I have watched Riley Leonard. And to be honest with you, I did not have huge expectations on Leonard heading into last year. But, boy, did he impress me. He's 6'4", 212 pounds. And he's a guy who's not only a very dangerous passer. I mean, he threw for nearly 3,000 yards last year with a 20-to-6 ratio, but also – a very dangerous runner, led the yeah. team in rushing last year with 699 yards. And that's not because they didn't have running backs. They had three guys basically with 500 yards rushing. Leonard can hurt you both ways. He's an outstanding leader. And uh, getting Duke, uh, he and Mike Elko deserve a lot of credit last year, taking a Duke team that I thought no way did they even make a, a bowl game last year, all the way up to nine wins. It was remarkable watching them play on a weekly basis. Yeah, they will host Clemson to open up the season which could be a sneaky good game, uh, I think, as I think very highly of Duke, but obviously Clemson is really among the class of the league. Uh, your thoughts beyond Drake May, and you have him, I believe, first team all ACC over Jordan Travis. So quick thought on that, and then your thoughts about the Tar Heels. Yeah, and with Drake May, uh, you know, last year he basically had to put the team on his shoulders because uh, the offense was almost – pure pass. You look at the top running back last year, 558 yards for Elijah Green, uh, and May was forced to, to put the team on his shoulders. He won't have to do that this year. They're going to run the football more. They've got a veteran offensive line. They've got good receivers. They added in uh, Devontae Walker from Kent State, Nate McCollum from Georgia Tech, 
And uh, so I, I think May is going to be right there at the top of the ACC quarterbacks this year and pilot a potent, bal- more balanced offense. And defensively, uh, they've got a lot of talent on that side of the ball. Now, Mac Brown's been bringing in the talent. He tells me each year, hey, Phil, we look pretty on that side of the ball. we got to start playing that way. <laughs> I think they do start playing that way this year. they got eight starters back. And if anybody's going to get into that, uh, the what appears to be a Florida State-Clemson ACC title game, I think North Carolina's got an excellent shot at getting there. Now, I'm not dissing Jordan Travis by any stretch right. of the imagination. He is one of the best quarterbacks out there. In fact, you go back to 2019, his first year, he had 79 yards passing, 228 running. He was used only as a running quarterback. But since then, he has improved to 55, 57, uh, and then 62 and 64% completions. If he makes that kind of progress again, he's going to be right at the top. So ACC's got some good quarterbacks again this year. There's no question. And uh, NC State has an old Virginia quarterback as their quarterback this year, and Brennan Armstrong. He had a monster season a few years ago uh, before the coaching change and kind of their offense completely changed. Uh, and now he's back with his uh, with his old OC here at NC State. Yeah. Your thoughts on that? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, and, and watching <clears throat> watching Virginia that year, uh, Adam, which is two years ago when he had an A as the uh, offense coordinator, yeah. uh, basically they didn't have great supporting talent around him. I mean, they had a good receiving core. He threw the football. He was basically the reason Virginia had the type of season he did. I'm excited if he turns back into the Brennan Armstrong of two years ago, now that he has his offensive coordinator back, which he should. And remember with NC State, I know there was a lot of expectations on NC State coming into last year with Devin Leary, but Leary got injured. They used four different starting quarterbacks. How many teams do that during the course of a year? (laughs) So I think now having the continuity of Brennan Armstrong, along with the continuity of his offensive coordinator from two years ago, that makes this offense somewhat exciting to me. All right, final couple of things for you, and then we'll let Phil Steele go. Uh, the magazine is available at brick-and-mortar stores, only Barnes & Noble and Books A Million, but you can order it online at philsteele.com. You do that, you also get the digital version for, I guess, thrown in with it. I I always look at offensive line, who's got the best offensive line. It gives you an idea of who could be really good. Uh, give me the top three offensive lines in the league. Uh, number one, I'm going to start with Florida State, and they have a remarkable amount of career start. I've never seen a number like this. I've been doing the magazine for 29 years. They have over 200 career starts returning on the offensive line. That's an amazing number. And it, part of it's due to the transfer portal, and that only the, play, the players that have been starting there. 
but they've added starters from Auburn, Colorado, Utah, to go along with the returning starters. So that's an amazing number, and I have them number one. Number two, I've got Clemson. Uh, Clemson's offensive line was good last year, not great, but I think this year they have the opportunity of being great with Putnam, Parks, Miller, and Tate all back. They'll be an outstanding line. And then number three, I'm going with Pitt. And Pitt had high expectations on the offensive line last year, didn't quite live up to them, but that's because they got injury plagued during the course of the year. Coach Narduzzi told me he feels as good about this offensive line coming into the year as he did last year. And four of the five guys starting this year played in the bowl. They've got Goncalves at uh, right tackle, Taylor at left tackle, and Cradle at center. They appear to be in really good shape as well. So those would be my top three offensive lines this year. Feels like Pitt always has (laughs) a great offense. Pitt, Boston College seem like always have great offensive linemen. Uh, And uh, final broad question uh, you have Florida State, you have North, um, uh, Clemson, North Carolina in w- some some fashion, I guess is Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina as your top three. If you had to pick a dark horse, who would it be? Uh, I am going to have to say Pitt. Pitt is, doesn't have a lot of expectations this year. Their over-under win total is just seven in Vegas, so nobody's expecting much. But much like NC State, they've got Phil Jerkovic at quarterback and his offensive coordinator from two years ago and Frank Signetti as the OOC. So yeah. that could be pretty good. I think they get improved play at QB at the offensive line. They've got the run game. And defensively, it doesn't matter how many players on the defensive line they lose to the draft. Narduzzi's going to develop a <laughs> defensive crazy. line. Uh, look at the last four years, 51, 46, 54, 48 sacks. Uh, I think Pitt could be that dark horse. And they get Florida State at home on November the 4th in some cold weather. And they do not play Clemson this year. All right. The, ske- the schedule does matter. It matters for Louisville, who doesn't play Florida State, Clemson, or North Carolina. I believe so. Uh, Louisville, ca- right. Louisville catches a break in the schedule as well. You are a machine of information, Phil Steele. Um, I don't know how you do it because I know you can do it for every team and every conference uh, in the country. Great work again. Uh, it is a a rite of spring or early summer. The Phil Steele College Football Yearbook. I appreciate it at Phil Steele. Uh, 042 on Twitter, philsteel.com, online to order the magazine and the digital copy. Thank you so much. Hey, Adam, a lot of fun talking football with you today. Thanks for having me on. We will do it again. Phil Steele. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take. But also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.